The crazy old guys in the cartoons who used to wear signs saying the end is nigh were right. The end of the world is coming upon us. In fact, the Bible describes the end of the world in detail. Hollywood always gets it wrong, but we're going to get it right. Join us right now on Tomorrow's World as we reveal how the world will end. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World, where we help you make sense of your world through the pages of the Bible. And today we're talking about the end of that world, an end that is coming upon us much faster than almost anyone believes. We'll also be pausing occasionally to allow you to request one of our most exciting free DVDs, The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation. Be sure to note the information you need to get your free copy of The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation when you see it on your screen. Meanwhile, we have a lot of ground to cover and very little time to cover it, so let's get started. The end of the world has occupied the fancies and fantasies of human beings for ages. Movies sometimes paint pictures of asteroids striking our world and wiping out all of humanity like the dinosaurs of old, or else sending Earth off in a blaze of glory as the militaries of the world duke it out with aliens from afar or zombies, or intelligent machines, or whatever else is in vogue at the time. In early 2022, director Roland Emmerich, always looking for a new way to destroy the world, smashed the moon into us. Even our science programming has gotten into the act, with quasi-documentaries detailing how our vulnerable planet could be wiped out by climate change, disrupted by a passing black hole, or eventually eaten by our swollen sun. But none of these things are going to happen. At least not exactly. Let me be clear, when we speak of the end of the world, we're not talking about the end of the planet. God says through King Solomon in Ecclesiastes, one generation passes away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. No, God has plans for this planet, as the Bible reveals. Rather, we are speaking of the end of the world as we know it. The end of our world's civilizations, societies, economies, institutions, and systems. The end of this age in which we now live, and the destruction of everything that we consider familiar. That is what we mean by the end of the world. And today, we will discuss seven ingredients to the end of the world, some of which are happening in the world right now before our very eyes. The first element of the world's end we'll discuss would surprise most of our Hollywood and scientific doomsday planners since it is something that rarely shows up on their radar. It isn't an asteroid or a physical threat at all. It is entirely spiritual. The first ingredient of the end of the world is rampant worldwide immorality and godlessness. Ultimately, any civilization stands or falls in connection to its relationship with its creator. And the beginning of the end of the world lies in an utter abandonment of that relationship. We read of the conditions that result from that rampant immorality and godlessness in the Apostle Paul's second letter to Timothy. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting in verse 1, we read, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, 
For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. In Matthew chapter 24 and verse 12, Jesus Christ described this element of the world's end as well, saying, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. This lawlessness is not just an abandoning of, say, traffic laws or tax laws, but a pervasive spirit of casting aside the laws of God. And frankly, we see that growing today, don't we? The morality and guidelines of the Bible are increasingly cast aside as archaic and out of date, even as the world grows all the colder, crueler, and more loveless for it. It is this moral and spiritual dimension of the end of the world that enables all the others. Yet for all of our worries concerning the environment or nuclear war or health regulations, it is our devotion to God that goes neglected. And it is our lack of devotion to God that will initiate the end of the world. Before we continue, let me pause to give you an opportunity to request today's free DVD, The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation. This DVD contains three of our most popular Tomorrow's World telecasts, laying out facts about these two prophetic figures that will help you identify them when they appear on the world scene. The first program, Seven Signs of the Antichrist, will take you through seven distinct signs that identify the infamous Antichrist as he rises to power in the world, whose influence is already being felt today. The second program, The Prophesied Beast, will lay out for you specific details about the political, economic, military power known as the Beast of Revelation, that is prophesied to dominate the world in the days just ahead of us. Finally, the third program will reveal the meaning of the mysterious number 666 that is so intimately tied to the beast of Revelation. This DVD provides the keys you need to understand and identify these two powerful entities who will dominate the future and wield a dictatorial power over all of mankind during the days leading up to the return of Jesus Christ. As always on Tomorrow's World, our materials are free with no strings attached. No one will ask you for a donation because we don't work that way. In fact, Jesus Christ commands us not to, telling his disciples to make the truth available free of charge to all who ask, saying, freely you have received, freely give. Just call, write, or click for your own copy of the free DVD the Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation. And I'll be right back to explain how natural disasters and the reordering of world power we see happening today in our news feeds contribute to the coming end of the world. You don't want to miss it. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org ACB. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. 
If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, 10 inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org ACB. Welcome back. We're looking at how the world will end, and we noted in the previous segment that the triggering concern is not some physical threat, like something from deep in the earth or from outer space. Rather, it is something from inside humanity itself, our immorality and godlessness. The next ingredient to the world's end is unprecedented pestilence, famine, and natural disasters. Of course, we live with these concerns in our lives today. Pestilence or disease has plagued mankind from its earliest days, and the nightmarish years of COVID-19, both the disease itself and our government's fumbling attempts to deal with it, will not be soon forgotten. Famine has long ravaged various populations of the earth, sometimes due to weather or soil conditions, but also due to human cruelty or incompetence, such as the forced starvation of Ukrainians by the Soviet government in the early 1930s that killed millions. And natural disasters are ever with us. The day I began working on this program, my wife and I were at a friend's house when news alerts warned us of a potential tornado, causing us to quickly consider where we might take shelter. But the diseases, famines, and natural disasters coming at the end of the world will be unlike anything humanity has ever seen. Jesus Christ predicted these events in his famous Olivet Prophecy, as we see in Matthew chapter 24, beginning in verse 7. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. We see reflected in his words the vision he gave his servant John in the book of Revelation. There in chapter 6, John describes the third and fourth of the famous four horsemen of the apocalypse, the rider on the black horse with scales in his hand, picturing devastating famine, and the rider on the sickly pale horse whose name was Death, picturing unrelenting disease. Verse 8 of Revelation 6 tells us that these four horsemen together have an almost unbelievable impact on humanity. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. If the population of the earth is around 8 billion people at that time, then Christ inspired John to write that these forces would kill around 2 billion people, one-fourth of mankind. We're talking about devastation on an unimaginable scale. As the end of the world advances, we will see another ingredient added to that mix, the complete reordering of global power. For now, most would agree that the United States maintains a grip on its position as the most powerful nation in the world, though that grip is increasingly tenuous. Great Britain remains a relatively strong ally to the US, as does Canada. 
Europe struggles to remain united to fulfill its leaders' visions of greatness. China strives to dominate its region and seize superpower status as Russia pursues plans of its own. Meanwhile, the Middle East remains a fractured collection of individual states, often sharing common enemies but not always a common purpose. Yet the end of the world will see all of these power relationships reorganized and reordered into something far different. Daniel 11 speaks of a king of the north, which represents a powerful and united European entity, one we will come to again later, and a king of the south, a united block of nations in the Middle East and North Africa. Verse 44 of Daniel 11 points us to a power block east of these, and the book of Revelation describes this eastern power as possessing an unimaginably vast army of 200 million men, as well as weapons of mass destruction. The conflict between these end-time powerhouses is said in Revelation 9.18 to be responsible for killing one-third of mankind, a toll no war has ever taken throughout the annals of time. What you don't see among the great powers at the end of the world are the United States or Great Britain and the nations that descended from her. Those nations will already have fallen their cities devastated, and the survivors scattered among the nations as captives and servants. As described in Ezekiel chapter 5 and verse 12, one-third of you shall die of the pestilence and be consumed with famine in your midst, and one-third shall fall by the sword all around you, and I will scatter another third to all the winds, and I will draw out a sword after them. My colleague, Gerald Weston, has covered this aspect of Ezekiel's prophecy thoroughly in our program, Ezekiel's Message Unlocked. I encourage you to visit our website or YouTube channel where you can view that powerful message and come to understand the fate of the United States, Great Britain, and the English-speaking peoples of the world. Yet in all these rearranged political powers and alliances of the world, the end of the world will feature one particular power that will tower over all the others. We'll cover that power next. But before that, let's take a second, a very brief pause to give you another opportunity to request your copy of today's free DVD, The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation. Many of the systems that these two prophesied end time leaders will use to wield power are already in place. And when you understand how to recognize the arrival of the Antichrist and the beast, you can't help but see in today's headlines how all the pieces they need are moving into place. Containing three eye-opening Tomorrow's World programs, this DVD will show you the seven signs of the Antichrist, how to recognize the prophesied beast, and the real meaning of 666, the number of the beast. Recognizing these two prophetic individuals will be a matter of life or death for many. Let us show you how their identities are revealed in the pages of your own Bible. Order your own free copy of The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation, and I'll be right back to introduce the most powerful political entity the world will have ever seen. Don't go away. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. Call now, 
or go to twtv.org ACB. Welcome back. In our last segment, we discussed the rearrangement of world power at the end of the world. Yet we said one power would stand out. That is the fourth element we'll examine today. Worldwide dominance by a new superpower. This superpower is the entity known in prophecy as the Beast of Revelation. This political, economic, and military powerhouse will be headed by a singular individual, the Beast, and it will stand out amongst all others in that day in an astonishing way. We read a description of this man and the power he wields in Revelation chapter 13. After describing the strange creature he saw in vision, providing details that help to identify this entity in world history, past and future, John writes, All the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshipped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Now note, the whole world follows this beast, and the military capacity of this entity is like none the world has ever seen. Today's free DVD goes into much more detail about this end-time colossus than we have time for on today's program, including how you can see the seeds of this powerhouse in the growing pains of today's European Union. For now, we will simply note that this monstrous entity does not play its role in the world's end alone. You'll notice that Revelation 13 said that the beast was worshipped. This worship is enabled and enhanced by the next ingredient of our end-of-the-world mixture, the rise of an ultra-powerful false Christianity. Later in verse 11 of Revelation 13, we see in John's vision a second beast arising, different than the first beast. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. This second beast looks like a lamb. That is, he appears to be Christ-like, yet John says it spoke like a dragon. That is, he teaches the subtle, twisted truths of Satan the devil. This false prophet is the infamous Antichrist, foretold in numerous passages of the Bible. He will come working miracles and wonders, and the false Christianity that he preaches will dominate world religions and provide support for the European beast of Revelation. Together, these two will form an unholy alliance of church and state and will persecute the small flock of true saints of Jesus Christ. Again, today's free DVD contains more than an hour's worth of information about these two individuals, the systems they will control, and how to recognize them when they appear. Suffice it to say for now that the actions they stir upon the earth lead humanity to the brink of utter destruction, to the potential destruction of all life on earth. As Jesus Christ himself describes this time, and unless those days were shortened, 
no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Yet those days will be shortened. They will be interrupted by the next element of the end of this world, divine intervention during the day of the Lord. The sins of mankind will have reached their fullness and God will declare that he has had enough. The announcement of the Almighty's intervention in world affairs is described in Revelation chapter 6, beginning in verse 12. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its lake figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? This begins a year long period of divine intervention known as the day of the Lord. When the powers of this earth learn where real power truly lies. My friends, there's only one more element left in the Bible's tale of the end of the world, and it's the one that makes all the trials and tribulations worth it. Before we describe that final element, let me pause one more time to let you request your free copy of our DVD, The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation. Most of the world ignores the prophecies about these two individuals, and most of those who do read them can't understand them. This free DVD, The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation, will reveal the meaning of those prophecies and make them plain. Everything you need to understand about the Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation and the mysterious number of the beast is laid out for you on this one free DVD. We are living in prophetic times dominated by prophetic forces and hurtling towards prophesied ends. These two terrifying individuals are coming, and this DVD will empower you to recognize them when they arrive. Order your copy now, and I'll be right back to explain the final glorious stage of the end of the world that makes the rest worthwhile. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531. Or go to TWTV.org ACB. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, 10 inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org ACB. Welcome back. 
Well, it has been quite a ride. We've been through cataclysmic moral degradation, experienced unprecedented natural disasters, and witnessed the rearrangement of world powers. We've seen that one power will rise above the rest, and that this power, in conjunction with a false global religion claiming the name of Jesus Christ, will seek to destroy those who bear his name truly as they seek to worship him in spirit and in truth. And we've seen the creator of all things step into history to put the powers of the world in their place and to send his son, Jesus Christ, back to earth to set things right. And amidst the rubble of all that has gone before, we finally come to the last ingredient in the end of the world as we know it, the establishment of a brand new world to take its place. Once Jesus Christ and his heavenly armies have rid the world of the beast power, the antichrist, and all the worldly forces who foolishly sought to oppose him, he will send his angel to lock Satan the devil away from mankind for a thousand years. Then Revelation 20 and verse four tells us that in his vision, the apostle John saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshiped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Yes, the resurrected martyrs and all who have lived and died in Jesus Christ before his return will be resurrected joining those who are alive at his return to rule by his side in power, glory, and majesty. This period of 1,000 years will be a time when the kingdom of God will reign on earth, beginning at Jerusalem and spreading over the entire earth, utterly replacing every element of the old world with the joys and glories of the new. The saints, together with Jesus Christ, will work to make this world what it should have been all along, a place of beauty, peace, order, and love. The ultimate cause of that new world is described in Isaiah 11 and verse nine. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. As the true knowledge of the way of God grows to cover the world over a thousand years, the world as we have known it so far will truly have come to an end. And a brand new world will have begun, a world with joys and wonders that will last not just for a time, but for eternity. There are more details in the Bible concerning the new world that comes after the millennium but we'll have to save those for another time. Until then, thank you for joining me on this trip to and through the end of the world. While the idea of the end of the world might seem frightening, that end is truly the only real hope the world has. Please don't forget to request today's free offer, The Antichrist and the Beast of Revelation. And don't forget to come back next time. My fellow presenters, Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Rod McNair, and I will be right here waiting for you, ready to dive with you into God's word to explain the prophecies of the end times and the kingdom of God 
and the life-altering teachings of Jesus Christ and your Bible. And until then, take care. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org ACB. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.